This show is presented by SAP. Who am I and how am I feeling? I'm Clive Owen and I'm great, thanks. What if businesses could really understand how their customers feel? It's a thing. It's SAP Experience Management. For more, go to sap.com xm. Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-size prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles. Now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729 to 811. Select styles. Excludes in-store clearance. Welcome everyone to episode 191 of the NBA podcast. I'm Brian Toporek and today we're going to talk about the Trevor Ariza trade, the Trevor Ariza non-trade, and Phoenix's decision to waive Austin Rivers. Before we get underway, a reminder that you can find us on Twitter at the NBA pod. In our bio, you can find our Twitter handle, so give us a follow as well. You can also find us on iTunes, so please subscribe, download, leave some five-star reviews. And we're now being hosted on Spreaker, so check them out on Twitter at Spreaker. Joining me today, as always, is my very stable genius of a co-host, Morton Jensen. How's it going, Mort? It's going well, Brian, and uh, I hope the same is true with your dad. Yeah, so I'm sorry that we had we couldn't record while this Trevor Ariza madness was going down, or even the day after. I know this is somewhat belated, but uh, my dad got his knee replaced on Friday, so I was back in Philly this weekend. Hanging out with him in the hospital, making sure everything went okay. And uh, turns out hospitals are very noisy and not places that are conducive to recording podcasts, unfortunately. Well, how dare you be with your dad <laughs> and who, who's getting his knee replaced? I know. Instead of here, how dare you? Well, like, you know, so I he gets it replaced on Friday. I leave at like, I think like 8 or 9 at night. Go home, watch the end of the Sixers blowing another winnable game to Indiana. Enjoy... So, like, when you watch a game on League Pass after the game is over, like, that's the end of the local feed. But I was back in Philly, so I got to see the NBC Sports Philly post game. And if I thought Sixers Twitter was bad, oh, my God. They, Sixers Twitter must just draw their inspiration from the local post game show because it was like a mirror image of itself. So I was scrolling. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm scrolling on Twitter while watching this show, and I was, like, about to go to bed, and then I see this Ariza thing come out you know so let's let's just dive right in we got to talk about we're going to start with the non-trade and then we'll get into the actual trade (laughs) i love this so much (laughs) so i'm scrolling through and i you know i see the report come out from Woj that they the initial report said it's a three-team trade ariza Mm -hmm. is going from phoenix to washington uh memphis is getting or is giving up (laughs) Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks, which which ended up being <laughs> the controversial part of this whole thing. Um, and then I think they were also going to say Wayne Selden and like a, a draft pick as well. And then Washington was giving up Austin Rivers and Kelly Oubre. So, right. so then it comes out. <laughs> because it, cause then there's like immediately some conflicting reports. Uh, John Gambadoro, who's a local Suns reporter... Kept insisting it was Dylan Brooks, but some reports started leaking out that, like, no, the Grizzlies are giving up Marshawn Brooks, not Dylan Brooks. But Gambadoro is insisting, no, it's Dylan Brooks. And then Woj comes out a little bit later. It's like, actually, this deal is in real jeopardy because the two (laughs) teams didn't agree on which Brooks they were sending. Apparently, both of them were negotiating through Washington, and somehow... The Grizzlies thought they were trading Marshawn Brooks, and the Suns thought they were getting Dylan Brooks. And the Grizzlies were like, no, we actually like Dylan Brooks. Marshawn Brooks is whatever. He's a journeyman. We'll happily give him up. So the deal literally falls apart because they can't decide on which Brooks they're sending. Like, <laughs> it, this is, that was one of like the all-time best mishaps, front office fiascos I can remember, right? Yeah, yeah. I was... So pissed to realize I hadn't been on Twitter when that went down. <laughs> was, I I was sad because I had to go to sleep because I was getting up early the next morning to go visit my dad again, and I like needed to, I you know I was dead tired and I couldn't stay up all night. And I'm just thinking like, 
this is going to be the best night of NBA Twitter since the DeAndre hostage situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But look, I mean, how can you even... We're blaming Washington for this, right? I don't even know who to blame. That's the best part. I think so. It's, I, right? They negotiated through them. It has to be... Like, I could just see Ernie Grunfeld messing this up. <laughs> like, how did the conversations go? Were they just like, yeah, we're going to trade Brooks. Do they not specify which one? And then, I don't like, think so. Honestly, no. Or like, maybe maybe Memphis says, we're going to trade Marshawn Brooks. And the Wizards don't realize they have two Brooks on the roster. So then they go to Phoenix. They're like, yeah, they'll give you Brooks. And Phoenix is like, that's great. Perfect. We, yeah. like, we like Dylan Brooks. And they're like, yeah, sure. Brooks. Great. Right. <laughs> I think, I mean, from everything we've seen over the years when, you know, NBA teams or the NBA itself releases, like, behind-the-scene videos mm-hmm. of, like, a war room or whatever, <laughs> right. like, they always just use last names. I still remember that Brian Colangelo video when he was in Toronto. Uh-huh. Like, when he called up the Bulls. So you just drafted a, two small forwards in Cephalosha and Thomas, and it was mm-hmm. Tyrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make Dang available? Like, there's obviously you know who those guys are, but <laughs> right. it's always like the last name basis, right? Which is fun. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe use the first name as well. Just yeah. maybe, right? Like, just imagine if someone called the Heat and asked for Johnson, right? <laughs> that's as I feel like teams should try this more often. I I said on Twitter like when the Sixers were trying to trade Jaleel Okafor, they should have signed the Mecca Okafor. And I should be like, we'll yeah. give you Oka for. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, like, so apparently Phoenix says they had had direct conversations with Memphis about Dylan Brooks, not Marshawn mm-hmm. Brooks, about Dylan Brooks. But Memphis flatly denied it, according to Woj. They insist that they negotiate the deal through Washington and through Ernie Grunfeld. And Washington says it believed it was Dylan Brooks, not Marshawn Brooks. But, like... Is this just is this just a fiasco for everyone? Like, does anyone come yes. out looking good from this? No, no, no. Um, Dylan Brooks, maybe because yeah. you have some sympathy right. and trade value. It seems. I yes, absolutely. I mean, he's oh well, he's about to turn twenty three. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still got some potential. I get it. He hasn't played much, but you still want him. Instead of Marshawn, who's like what thirty something? Yeah, I think he's like twenty nine. I want to say or twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, but but like you said, like a a journeyman, right? Right. Even though he did play, you know, his ass off last year, but yeah, it's just not good. Yeah, it it was truly spectacular. It's like just the most. The only way it could have been more Wizards and more Suns is if the Kings or the Bulls were involved instead of the Grizzlies. I would agree with all of that. Yes, <laughs> like the, yeah. Grizz, the Grizz were the one team that were like, mm, I probably, I mean, it is. I guess it's a good lesson for these three team and fourteen trades, and it's like why these are even harder, or <laughs> yet another reason why these are even harder to pull off than a standard two team trade is because mm. you clearly need to communicate with all parties and not just go through an intermediary, and right. If you have multiple players on your team with the same last name, maybe, as you said, it's good to include the first name when you're negotiating. Yeah. Oh, good lord. What ima- Imagine if Memphis had had another guy with the last name of Jackson, and they accidentally <laughs> had traded Jaron Jackson. Oh, my God. And that I just love the, the jokes on Twitter. It was like, Washington should just throw in Scotty Brooks and call it a day. Yeah. So let's, just, <laughs> let's solve this whole fiasco. Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-size prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729 to 811. Select styles. Excludes in-store clearance. 
Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-size prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729-811. Select styles. Excludes in-store clearance. So, yeah. So th- that was the non-trade portion of that the was Trevor the non-trade. Ariza proceedings. Right. Then the next day, you know, that well, because that, there was already a report that came out when that happened that the Suns were, like, refusing to give him to the Lakers. I think it was David Aldridge of The Athletic who had that report. He said, like, Robert Sarver was just like, no, we are not giving Trevor Ariza the Lakers, even though, you know, Ariza had played for the Lakers. He had connections mm-hmm. there. LeBron wanted him there. It seemed like a foregone conclusion that he was going to go there. Uh, but the Suns apparently did not want to do that. So then the next day, they revived the trade, cut Memphis out of it with with no Brooks involved this time. Uh, so the Wizards get Trevor Ariza. The Suns mm-hmm. then send Kelly Oubre Jr. and Austin Rivers. How do you like it? I still... <laughs> Let's go for the Wizards <laughs> side first. <laughs> well, come on. Is this... Look, I mean, Oubre is going to be a restricted free agent. I get that they may not want it to pay him. Right. But, like, he's a better long-term asset than Trevor Reza right. and Austin Rivers. Like, I, I, I don't know what they're trying to do. The way that I see it is this has to be the first of many more moves. Mm-hmm. Because it makes no sense. Let's give up a young asset <laughs> and and Austin Rivers, I suppose, who's very overpaid, for Trevor Ariza, a 33-year-old, let's be fair, mm-hmm. uh, Trevor Ariza, who's not really going to make us you know, the team that we want to be. Unless Ernie Grunfeld is sitting there going, oh, now I can really taste the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> right. Which, no, no, there's no two ways about it. It's, it's not going to happen. And by the way, you know, we were talking about Trevor Reza, you know, going back to the Lakers. He's been in Washington, too. He's yeah. still returned to a team he's used to, so. Right. Yeah, and he was apparently mentally checked out in Phoenix, which I get. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah right. But Just take that money and <laughs> stop caring immediately. Exactly. But, no, I don't I don't find any logic in this for, for Washington side unless it's the start of something more. For Phoenix, on the other hand, getting Kelly Oubre... I kind of like it. I know a lot of teams, or, or sorry, a lot of guys on Twitter are like, hey, you know what? Now they have so many wings. Like, they, mm-hmm. they need to do something. Yeah, wake up and smell the new HNBA. Right. Wings are all the rage nowadays. Right. right. Yeah, I think you hit it from the wizard side. If you're looking at it from, like, a pure does this make sense in terms of long-term asset management, no, just because, as you said, Ubre has more long-term upside than a 30-something-year-old right. Trevor Ariza. That said, from Washington's perspective, I think Ariza, as you said, he, he played with them before. I mean, that was like when John Wall was at his peak, he was feeding Trevor Ariza corner threes just repeatedly. So I think, mm-hmm. and we've seen, I mean, even, you know, Ariza hasn't played much or many games with, Washington so far because the trade only went down a couple days ago but he already looks comfortable in that role I mean he played one game with them so far actually but he played 38 minutes he hit you know 19 points 8 rebounds yeah, 4 assists 6 steals had 4 threes already like that's a pretty good debut I, I think you could make an argument that this year Trevor Reza is more valuable to them than Kelly Oubre um, yeah. and I, I think a lot that. of it too is like apparently he was just a really good locker room guy and a good locker room leader and we've you know it it doesn't take a bunch of league insiders and like league sources to tell you that that washington locker room is a tire fire right now so maybe they they acquire him to kind of be that locker room peacekeeper and like restore some semblance of balance to like yeah. get this team. I mean, this has been one of the most underwhelming teams in the NBA so far. Like on paper, they should be a clear playoff contender. They're twelve and nineteen, and they just lost to Atlanta. <laughs> you know, they've lost five of their last <laughs> six games after like yeah, can starting. Can compliment to Atlanta? 
Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they started one of seven. They It looked like they were starting to dig themselves out of their hole a little bit. They were 11-14 mm. as of December 5th, and then they dropped five of their past six. And now they're, they're in the east, so luckily they're not dead. Like, if they were in the west, they'd be in a lot more pain than they are. But, you know, because the east has got a bunch of teams that have no intention of being competitive this year. So, just by default, they're still in the playoff race. But I think also... As you said, they probably didn't feel comfortable about their chances of. I mean, they could they could have kept Ubre because he's a restricted free agent, no matter what, if they wanted to pony right. up. But with John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter on max deals, John Wall on a super max, that's a lot of money invested into three guys. If Ubre also gets a fat offer sheet, you probably don't feel super great about keeping him around too or you just have to make a move to duck the luxury tax whereas Ariza you know it will probably be somewhat cheaper to re-sign I think that's fair to assume than Kelly Oubre this summer that is true but then again you have to look at as you as you actually alluded to the age I yeah. mean theoretically Trevor Ariza could just bottom out by you know next year Mm-hmm. Like the age could hit him hard, right? We just don't know. Especially with wings, it does seem like there's, like there's going to be that one season that just uh, is a major drop off. Mm-hmm. Like again, I don't. Th- I think he's one of those guys who may not drop off as significantly because he plays a lot off the ball, right? So you know, you can look at that and go, oh, maybe not. But huh, we've seen weirder things in the NBA, and going for a guy who's younger and has more upsides is usually the way to go. Mm-hmm. But thing is like with Washington there's just no real logic in the in in their direction right because right. where are they going what are they doing like John Wall clearly is is earning so much money that you cannot trade him unless you give up future assets mm-hmm. like Bradley Beal said you know I've been dealing with this for 7 years <laughs> right so an auto porter is you know I I think he's underrated now like he's just we kind of flipped the page like yeah. now he's become underrated but you know he's he's still He's still overpaid. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. So, like, how do you get out of all that? Like, what what's the direction? So, so now it's Trevor Reza, and and now they need to re-sign him in the summer. Okay, great, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Does that move the needle any? Really? Yeah, sure. We're gonna win three more games next regular <laughs> right. season. Okay, right. that may that may mean one higher playoff seed. Yeah. Well, so what? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, Ubre has been not terrible for them. Austin River was not terrible for them. We've seen these, you know, two-for-one trades where, like, for the Sixers and Jimmy Butler, suddenly they have no depth. And when one of their top three players goes down or, like, doesn't play well, it they're, they're screwed because of that. I'm wondering if a similar right. kind of thing could happen to Washington. Where, like, yeah. now, I mean, if John Wall goes down... That's their season. I yeah, I, I think so. Or <laughs> or maybe the increased ball movement actually up <laughs> the entire offense. Right. I, I, I will I will, you know, challenge you on the Austin Rivers has been okay part. Okay. Because, you know, I from everything I've seen and the numbers seem to back me up on it, it's yeah. been somewhat dreadful. Yeah. Uh you know, and that's that's possibly why Memphis didn't want to sign him. <laughs> right. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there, but uh, I will get your boy Jeff Green some love. Yeah, like Jeff Green is nearing like the fifty forty ninety mark, which is really weird. Damn Didn't right, I'd see that one. Damn right, he is. Yeah, but here's the thing: he might be their best bench player. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, this is finally the Jeff Green breakout that we've been waiting for in his age thirty two season. It's finally happening. <laughs> Oh man, this team is just in so much trouble. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know what to do with them. And and if and like if Ariza leaves, right? Like then then what? Yeah, okay. You got out of Ubre's contract, but like, right. is is that preferable? Yeah, I mean that means you just wasted. Well, he was the fifteenth overall pick for you. Yeah, years top ago. fifteen pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, let's turn to the Phoenix side then, because as you said, get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back to school styles for kids and baby. Get flip flops for two bucks, graphic tees for four bucks, shorts for six dollars and jeans for eight dollars. Right now, get the best kids styles at kid size prices. Just two, four, six and eight dollars. Can't wait to wear it. Buy online and pick up in store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles now at Old Navy and Old Navy dot com. Valid 720. To 811 select styles excludes in-store clearance. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There was some concern, I at least, this. yeah, that I've seen about, like, well, you know, they have Ubre, but they also have TJ Warren. They have Mikhail Bridges. They have Josh Jackson. How do you get minutes for all of those guys? Even Devin Booker can, like, moonlight right. into three. I mean, look, doesn't matter. You can play some of the four... You can even play... I mean, theoretically, you can even go TJ Warren at center if you want to go, like, super-duper small. Yeah. I That'd mean... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about... Like, A, none of those guys, aside from Mikhail, I think, are, like, clear-cut. This guy is definitely going to be a part of the future of this team. I mean, like, TJ Warren's scoring really well, and I think he's on a reasonable deal. Like, I don't think they should be in any rush to move him. Josh Jackson, I'm not giving up on him yet, but he hasn't been all that great. And, like, I know he was the number four four overall pick, but we've said it before, we'll say it again. Look at Phoenix two years ago. Like, they wasted two top ten picks on Dragon Bender and Marquise Chris. Like, where you get Mm -hmm. drafted stops mattering the second you get drafted outside of this. This is It slots into how much money you're going to make for the next four years. But, like... You know, we, it doesn't matter in terms of, like, we can't give this guy up because he was a top-five pick. Well, if he's not good, you can give him up. So I'm actually really, really annoyed with James Holmes right now because he was all in on Josh Jackson in, mm-hmm. in 2017. I don't even remember during one of our draft pods. Mm-hmm. And he actually convinced me that he was going to be, you know, real nice, like mm-hmm. a, a star player. And yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? You know what his reasoning by that? I don't. I don't even remember the reasoning right now, but I do remember he convinced me. And uh-huh. I was like, on my draft, on my big board, I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't really like Jackson. Uh-huh. I don't really like him. But you know what? I kind of, I kind of see the logic of what James was saying. I'm gonna pluck him up on. I, I don't. I think I put him up in like my fourth, number four under my big board or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, that was the one I felt uneasy about. And I hate myself for just not listening to myself instead because, damn, it's been bad. Yeah. Well, I remember it's been really bad. That was a legitimate debate was like Markel was the clear-cut number one prospect. And most most people had him right. as a clear-cut number one. Most people had Lonzo at number two. And then there was a debate between Josh Jackson and Jason Tatum at three and four. Right. Which looks that very, very much true. It looks dumb in retrospect, but like... You know, go back and look at every big board aside from Chad Ford's, which is inevitably has Donovan Mitchell number one now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. Yeah. You're I, right. And I he mean, did have a, like, a good end of the season that just inflated his numbers spectacularly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what, he averaged, what, 20-something? I, I, I am looking up the numbers right now. I think he averaged like 20 points in the final month of the season. Yeah. He, after the All-Star break, he really came on strong. But that's the danger, especially on a bad team, of, like, putting too much stock into post-All-Star break numbers. Because a lot of teams, especially last year, a lot of teams really started tanking pretty hard at the end of the year. So players put up inflated numbers a lot of the time, especially young players who are getting more minutes than they were at the start of the season. But now Mm -hmm. that he has legit competition with Warren and Bridges in particular... It has not been nearly as good this year. So, like, I, I understand the concern about Ubre in that regard. Like, I don't think he's going to play 
35 minutes a game. Like, Ariza was number two on that team, 34 minutes a game. I don't think Oubre slots right into that role. No. I think we get more TJ Warren and Mikhail Bridges, and then, like, Oubre probably gets 25 minutes a game, somewhere around there. That's And that's a fine number for him. Like, yeah. He's still not grown significantly. I mean, he took a leap a couple years back, but he hasn't really built on that so far. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, I mean, the, for a, a Suns team that wasn't going anywhere, Ariza was very mentally checked out, as you said. This is a good use of assets and cap space, frankly. Like, they signed him to mm-hmm. a one-year deal, flipped him the first day he became eligible to be traded, and then they get Kelly Oubre, who, again, was the 15th overall pick four years ago, a 23-year-old who they would have had no other chance to acquire except from in restricted free agency next summer. And yeah. and even if they really wanted, if they were, like, super high on Kelly Oubre Jr., Washington could have matched. Like, this was... <laughs> the whole non-trade was a debacle, but getting Oubre out of this was smart management or smart asset management. Yeah. Right. Just because of the flexibility that it provides you. Right. I mean... And... and you know, now that we were on the subject, you brought him up a couple of times. I'm looking at TJ Warren right now. Uh huh. Should we give him some buzz for MIP? Mm-hmm. Like, this is where the raw stat line really messes you up because yeah. he's like averaging less numbers, but he's doing it in less minutes. But his efficiency have gone through the roof, and you can see like his three point shooting has just yeah just drastically improved. <laughs> right. His free throw shooting drastically improved. Yeah. His turnovers are. Re- ridiculously low yeah. as they've always been but like i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of digging what cj's doing right now yeah i mean he was really good or he's like he started really well was it last year or two years ago i think it may have yeah, been two, two years year. ago and then he got injured yeah and then he kind of like never found his footing again till kind of the end of the year and then last year he just played pretty well i mean you know yeah. the average almost 20 points a game and yeah this year like he's a good player and they have him, I think it like, it's barely over eleven million a year. Uh, right. Actually, it's yeah, eleven point. It's twelve and a half, I think. What's well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like one of the, it's eleven point seven five this year. Goes down next year, then goes back to eleven point seven five in twenty twenty, and then goes up in twenty twenty one. It's like one of the little V curve type contracts, but. Right. That's four years, fifty million. Yeah, that's a reasonable price for a guy who's gonna put up. Those kind of numbers. I mean, I could tell like twenty and five. Yeah, like I could tell you, teams are going to be paying twice that for guys at comparable skill sets this summer. Mm -hmm. By the way, speaking of all that, right? There are a couple guys like him that have switched positions recently because of this new HMBA. Mm -hmm. Like he's now splitting his time evenly between small forward and power forward. Yeah, and we see Tobias Harris has been more or less like a full time power forward the last two years. Mm This is also why I'm not worried about wings. Yeah. Like, you know, the traditional small forward is not a small forward anymore. Right. The traditional small forward is a small ball power forward. Right. So, right. and if you're agile enough, you can even play the off guard. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah. If anything, that's what you want. Like, these are these are guys that probably would have been called tweeners a couple of years ago. And now yeah, they're just undoubtedly. like... Now they're exactly what you want from yep. a wing. So we said the acquisition of Ubre was good asset management. Let's talk about Austin Rivers, which was not as good oh, Lord. asset management. So they, they acquire him because we heard, you know, the Suns were really, they wanted a veteran point guard. And Austin Rivers isn't necessarily that, but he is a veteran guard. Could give him. <laughs> yeah. but He's then, a veteran. Yeah, right. <laughs> But then they... He's a human being. <laughs> he has a pulse. Yeah. But, he has a pulse. But then they immediately wave him. He gave back, according to, uh, I don't know, some local Sun source said they he gave back $650,000 in his buyout. But basically, they got him and waved him right away. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I can probably get behind that pretty quickly. Mm, interesting. He's, okay. I mean, look, I, I get that they needed guard help, but that just says everything about Austin Rivers, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm less worried about 
his like on court fit or like his how much he would help them on the court, but like they could have used him as I don't know, they could have used him to match salaries in a trade closer to the trade deadline, if nothing else. Well, I mean, yeah, so so what you're thinking is you, they should have used him as an expiring contract to take on more long-term money? Yeah. You know, I would agree with you, but here's where I'm at with, with Robert Sarver and that entire Phoenix organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell they want. Like, right. they went out inside Trevor Reza, which I feel is just like saying everything right now. Yeah. And I know that was Ryan McDonough, who's now gone, and yada, 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 but look. That that team is just so directionless. Mm-hmm. So maybe just clearing up cap space is the best thing because I don't trust them to do the right thing with that <laughs> with that deal anyway. Right. They could have gone around and gone like, "Hey, let's trade this contract for something really long term that's really bad." Yeah, like I wouldn't even put it past them to do that. Like, hey, Solomon Hill, come on down, <laughs> or like use that to match the salary for John Wall. Oh God, yeah, uh, and I well, did. I did see a report that they didn't want to take on any long-term money after this year, but why? Like that seems dumb to me. Yeah. What are it you does. gonna What are you gonna use that cap space for unless you're gonna do what you did with Ariza this summer? Give a one-year balloon payment to a veteran who's then gonna realize what he signed up for and try to get out in two months. I think you just answered your own question. But is that the best use of cap space? It's the Suns. No, of course it's not. No, right. no, it's not. I mean, look, certain franchises, you just kind of shake your head and go, yeah, sure, whatever. Go, do whatever. <laughs> like, what is it Zach Lowe always says on his podcast? Like, yeah, you know, if, if a team is just doing really poorly and, and their manage, managerial level is just bad, he's always like, yeah, let's not talk about them. That's, that's right. just bad. Right. It's all bad. <laughs> I feel like that's like, what yeah, he said I mean, about I, the Knicks for the last five years. Yeah, basically, like it's sad. Yeah. Like let's let's not go go there. I, I think that's basically the issue here with with Phoenix. I just whatever they do, I just don't trust them to do the right thing at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to, like with that, I think I think it's almost a threat to have that contract on their books because they could do something really stupid. <laughs> that's fair. I guess that that is an interesting way of looking at it. That I didn't consider yeah. like you remove a bullet from the chamber that they could otherwise Correct. shoot themselves in the head with. Precisely. Yeah. It's self-preservation. Okay. Like, just, you know, a, you know, a fat guy like me who should have, like, a timed, you know, lock <laughs> on the refrigerator. <laughs> sure. Like, after a certain time, just mm-hmm. like, no, I cannot do that. Yeah. I really want that, you know, chicken leg or whatever, but <laughs> it's, pa- it's past 10. I'm right. not allowed to. Right. My my refrigerator w- will electrocute me if I actually try. Like, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, there is also an argument. You could say, like, they did right by him. They didn't want to, like, make him play out two months on a bad team that's going nowhere. Like, maybe... Oh, good Lord. They they did well by Austin Rivers. Well, I'm so... <laughs> you curry favor with his agent, if nothing else. All right, that's fair. Which could that's help down fair. the line. But given everything we've heard about Austin, you know, privately, right? You and I, like, mm, yeah. Mm, oh no, I, I don't not, think. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think Austin Rivers was their consideration. I think it was like, all right, we need agents to be on our side here. We need to like, yeah, you know, we need to do favors to them. If we if we're acquiring this player and he doesn't want to be here, let's get him out. And they, you know, they didn't make him. When they bought him out, they didn't get, make him give back as much money as he'll earn even on a minimum contract with another team. Like That right. seems to be pretty standard. That's what Carmelo did when he got bought out in Atlanta. He gave back like $2.4 million and then signed with the Rockets for $2.4 million. That's usually how this thing goes. I think Austin, he can make north of a million dollars. I think it's somewhere around like one point two something like that. Um, Sounds about right. They considering only, his veteran status. Right. So they only made him give back 650000 So, I mean, they basically just gave him a free six hundred, six hundred fifty thousand. 650000 Just, I, right. I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> no, not really. I think I think he's had enough free money courtesy of his dad, really. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't a huge fan of 
their management of this i guess like the agent thing is a fair argument and your argument of like maybe they just didn't want to give themselves this ticking time bomb that they could use to then trade for john wall or someone equally atrocious is also fair but the report i saw saying they didn't want to take on any money past the season that's come on phoenix like i know robert sarver is cheap and bad and like one of the worst owners not only in nba but probably all of sports but that's why you are where you are like that's what rebuilding teams do we've seen it time and again you take on long-term bad money you get more picks cap space doesn't matter to you like this this, the only thing you could do with cap space is these one-year balloon payments because no top tier free agent is going to come to the phoenix suns not this year right also you know they couldn't trade you know for john wall via his contract because then you'd send austin rivers back Oh, true. Washington. Oh, even better. Just, just, yeah. yeah. Well, then they'll they'll <laughs> they'll get someone else on a terrible contract. Right, right. But yeah, it's it's not sitting pretty. No. I'll I'll be looking forward to seeing Austin play in, in Shanghai or something. Also. <laughs> Well, so that's the question. So get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back to school styles for kids and baby. Get flip flops for two bucks, graphic tees for four bucks, shorts for six dollars and jeans for eight dollars. Right now, get the best kids styles at kid size prices. Just two, four, six and eight dollars. Can't wait to wear it. Buy online and pick up in store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles. Now at Old Navy and Old Navy dot com. Valid 729 to 8. 11 select styles excludes in-store clearance let's say you just bought a house bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents you'll proudly mow the lawn ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn tell people to stay off the lawn compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through progressive and save on your car insurance which of course will go right into the lawn Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Oh, yesterday or on Tuesday, Sham Sharani of The Athletic and of Stadium, he he reported that he was expected to finalize a deal with the Memphis Grizzlies once he was bought out by the Phoenix Suns. Then Mm -hmm. Chris Harrington of the Daily Memphian pumped the brakes on that. He's like, contrary to today's reports, a source with knowledge of the negotiation tells the Daily Memphian that while the Grizzlies considered the matter, the team is not signing Rivers. Unlike on Friday night, when early reporting seemed to reveal some internal confusion among the NBA teams involved in a proposed transaction, this seems merely to be a case of a premature report. Um, and then, so Shams deleted his original tweet, and I think he even deleted this next tweet, but he said four to five other teams are still expressing interest in Rivers, sources said. No formal offer yet from Memphis with several days until Rivers clears waivers. So it sounds like, you know, he's not going to Memphis, at least. it's not. No, I wonder who, which Rivers Memphis thought they signed. <laughs> oh, we get Doc Rivers? Great. Cool. Oh, yeah. Time machine Doc Rivers. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, it's his son? No. Oh, no, yeah. We, we don't want him. No, he's terrible. Yeah. Um, where do you think... Rivers would make sense once he gets bought out. I think I just told you. <laughs> you no, c- well, come on. No, okay, so it depends on. Them. So here's the thing: like he's not, he's not efficient. Mm-hmm. I will give him this: like he's he's crafty defensively. Yeah, but but as I alluded to previously, we have heard that he's not exactly an asset in the locker room. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help matters. Like, who would want to get in a locker room in even more turmoil? Oh, the Bulls. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, because the Bulls should just, you know, mess it up even more. <laughs> That's fine. Go for it. I'll take it. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I don't think there's a team out there that really needs, you know, Austin Rivers specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, you can't even qualify him really as a 3 and D guy. Because he just right. takes too many like pull ups and, and and just plays too much out of that role. Yeah. So, I mean, is there any any one team that really sticks out to you? I mean, I I don't think there is one to me. Like, oh, I guess I guess you could argue, like Houston maybe. Mm-hmm. That's like that's that's one team. Yeah. 
but I just even I, even then like he's not efficient. So like, would he fit under Mori Ball mentality? Right. I don't think there's a perfect obvious fit, but Houston strikes me as one. Just because right. I mean you know they need guys aside from CP3 and Harden to be able to create their own offense. Eric Gordon has been very bad for most of the year. Um, right. I actually looked. So Houston, their offense was very bad in October, and they got off to the one and five start. But since November first, they have the best offense in the league. Like they're actually bouncing back somewhat well from that horrible start. That said, I mean they they really do need. I'd say they just need one more creator. And so Austin Rivers could be that guy. Maybe he goes back to the Clippers. I mean, they they have this oh. like egalitarian system where like, you know, Tobias Harris is playing an all-star level, but the rest of them are just kind of they're all doing their part and it's working out really well. So maybe you add him back. Um the Yeah, Miami- but like the whole going back to daddy narrative is that <laughs> Right. Not not ideal, but a possibility at least. Yeah, yeah. The Lakers. Oh, I Utah. Think Utah would be good too. Yeah. I I was gonna say the Lakers just because they seem to be sniffing around everyone. <laughs> yeah, more or less. LeBron is rather right, right. Uh, the Pelicans maybe. Now seeing yeah, now this that's interesting. That could be interesting. I mean, again, he still comes with certain limitations. Right. So he wouldn't. I mean, he wouldn't solve their very obvious small forward need. <laughs> right. Um, he would. He would just kind of try to take minutes away from each one more, which I kind of don't want him to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess it does give them another playmaker. It does give them someone else who can at least defend a pick and roll. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's another healthy body who could have games here and there that significantly improve their chances of winning, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. All right. That that one is fair. Okay. That one is fair. Yeah. I can get behind that one. Maybe. Utah, as I mentioned before, I mean, I don't know. The, that lack of efficiency again. Yeah. That's yeah. what they need. Like, Utah needs an efficient score. That, that's not Rivers. Right. It would just be another guy who can create offense aside from Donovan Mitchell, which I think would be good. But, right. yeah, I mean, to your point, like, Dante Exum has that backup point guard role pretty well locked down. Uh, who else? There are two other, Oh, um, Miami Heat, now that Goran Dragic is out for two months. Oh, Miami. Yeah, that, that could be fun, actually. I mean, they're not going anywhere. What about Detroit? Detroit's another good one. Yeah. With all due respect to the legend Ish Smith, Detroit. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like it. Look at like we're looking at the teams that are you know not really in the big picture. Right. Like they're he's not going to help a championship contender. He's yeah. not going to help like a bottom feeder. Right. So we're looking at these you know type of on the bubble teams, mm-hmm. which and and even then we have some reservations about his fit, <laughs> right. which is it doesn't really it isn't the greatest compliment to Austin Rivers really. But no, I mean in Miami he would certainly get a run in without we you know with Goran Dragic out. What he he's missing two months, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, two months. So so Rivers getting some run at point guard and like a combo guard for two months with heavy minutes load. I mean, it could, it could either help you know, fuel the tank. Right. Is that, is that where you're going with this? Is no, it like a no. sneak tank job? Okay. <laughs> no, I, th- I mean, I think they're in a lot of trouble with Dragic out. And I think, you know, they just need another healthy body to fill that. He's not going to be anywhere as good as Goran Dragic, but I, I, right. I think they could be headed for a death spiral, basically, if they don't do something to replace that. But isn't that a good thing for them? Like right mm-hmm. now, yeah. by, you know, when you look at Tankathon, they're projected to pick eighth. Uh-huh. Like, I, 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 if I'm a Miami fan, I probably didn't want them to be better. Right. Yeah, but like, does Pat Riley but feel that way? Yeah, no, he doesn't. And right. that's really a concern. Like, yeah. we don't talk about that enough. Like, I get that Pap, uh, Pap, wow, that Pat is like this hard-nosed, old-school guy. Like, I want to win every game. Mm-hmm. This is the NBA in 2018. Yeah. 
it's not the same league. It's <laughs> right. just not. Right. Yeah. Um, two other teams that could be an Austin Rivers fit. Portland Trailblazers? Why? I don't know. Just another another. They score. have so many of those smaller combo guys. Like, you know, Anthony Simons, yeah. uh, Seth Curry, like Gary Trent. Like, eh. Those guys aren't playing, though. Simons and Trent aren't playing. Yeah, and they should. <laughs> right, but they're not. So, like, they, the Rivers would be another rotation guy. I mean, they, they have, obviously, Lillard and McCollum. Stauskas and Curry off the bench as their two mm-hmm. main backup guards. Oh, Stauskas. Yeah, Stauskas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, like, I don't know. Just another, like, Rivers. Yeah, but then you're compounding mistakes. Like, the one mistake is they're not playing those young guys. <laughs> right. Then they're just compounding it by signing Austin Rivers. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about Philly? Uh, it's your funeral, I guess. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't address the holes they need to fill at all. No, um, no, no. The, like the shooting ability, like being able to play off the ball, knowing your yeah. role. Yeah, eh, not really. I'm surprised. There's. I thought there, you were going to mention one team and you didn't. I was really surprised about that. Orlando. Mm. Yeah. Like that just seems like such a candidate for him. Like we're empty on the guard spot. We don't really have a lot going. We're kind of desperate. Let's just go get Austin Rivers. Like, people know his name. <laughs> right. Why not? Right. Yeah. His his dad used to coach our ball club. Right. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, the Rivers connection. Yeah, I could totally see, like, them trying to make it work in the media. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. all of this is to say, I don't think he's going to have to go to the Shanghai Sharks just yet. I think he will find a home somewhere in the NBA. I don't know where that's going to be. I thought Memphis made some sense, actually. I'm kind of surprised they, they're not more in on it, but maybe they're holding well, out. they want to be good. <laughs> oh, man. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now... Incova Insurance. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, so much Austin Rivers slander on this podcast that I did not expect. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's let's shift gears because there was another big piece of news that came out in the last couple days. The Brooklyn Nets signed Spencer Dinwiddie to a three-year, $34 million contract extension. Uh, The third year is a player option. He was eligible for four years and $47 million but he wanted a slightly shorter deal so he could become a free agent more quickly. Thoughts on the value of that decision? Love that, it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It's just it's just a good solid deal. I mean, look, he was playing well last year, mm-hmm. like he was kind of breaking out, mm-hmm. but this year is like on a whole different level. Like he's playing the same amount of minutes. Yep. He's like, you know, 9 percentage point better. You know, in a field goal percentage, like he's getting to the line more, he's scoring way more. Like he's just—he's really lifted his game. Yeah, um, I'm—he's I'm, become downright efficient right now. Yeah, and I, I'm just digging how he plays and how he handles himself on the court. Um, tall point guard can slide over to the two. He and D'Angelo can sort of run these, you know, cross matches. Like it's just. There's a lot to like about Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, it, it's unbelievable to me that so many teams just kind of let him slip through the ranks. <laughs> I was I mean, about to say, remember when he was on the Chicago Bulls? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I, and I remember when they chose Cameron Payne over him. Um, <laughs> uh, woof. Yeah, I mean, I know you, you get mad about six Man of the Year in particular and how it usually just goes to a high-scoring guard, but... Spencer Dinwiddie should be in the six man of the year conversation, right? Conversation, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, again, look, it's one thing 
No, it's, it, it doesn't need to be defense. Like, you just need to contribute on more facts. Like, Domantis opponent is right. my favorite. It's not a strong defender. Yeah. I just like the fact that he's grabbing a hell of a lot of rebounds as well. Like, right. he's at least contributing in two areas. But then again, you can say Spencer Dinwiddie is getting you five assists. Yeah. So there's another angle to it. So, yeah, I mean, in the conversation, absolutely. Yeah. I, right. I think your, you know, your Karis Levert MIP pick was... Again, just spot on, but him going down opened more opportunity for both Dinwiddie it and did. D'Angelo Russell. And I think yeah. both of those guys have really run with it. Like Brooklyn look, they're not they're not a good team, but they're okay. They're mm-hmm. and they could make the playoffs. Yeah, they're just like an annoying team to play. Mm-hmm. Which is like that's really given where they were and like after this whole you know, the KG Paul Pierce debacle, this is really their first year they have their draft pick in, like, God knows, I mean, what, <laughs> almost five years? Like, they've, they're they on a six-game winning streak right now. I think, is that the long, it's the longest in the league? They're frisky. And I think Dinwiddie's a big part of it, and I think they're smart. Like, they were limited to how much they could offer him because right, it, he was a second-round pick, so... Like, they just can't offer him a full, like, massive extension. That's just the rules with these second-rounders. Until they've, like, yeah. Like, yeah. after this deal. Right, yeah, right, 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 like, right. Yeah, yeah. but, like, it's a good deal. Right. I like I like that he bet on himself and wanted a shorter deal. Like, you yeah. know, that he wanted to get a three-year deal with a third-year player option instead of a four-year deal with no option or a four-year deal with a player option because that way... You play this well two more years, you opt out, you'll, it'll be your age after his age 27 season in which he could opt out. So he could still get a right. big third contract. But even still... He I mean, could, yeah. Like, even if not, I mean, even if he opts in for that third year and just continues playing at this rate, like, this this guy is good. He's not getting a lot of attention because he's yeah. on the Nets and the Nets just are still, you know, not the sexiest team out there. But they're... Two and a half games out of the six seed right now. I think Sean Marks is pretty damn sexy. <laughs> I I do too. I yeah. I will I like I I just don't understand. I've seen some people saying like I think there was a Zach Lowe article where not that Zach said this, but he said like some GMs were like saying what has Sean Marks done? Like what what notable has Sean Marks done? They don't have a franchise player on that team. But, like, he's he's hit on the margins, which, like, you, you find mm-hmm. franchise players through the draft, mostly, where you get really lucky and one signs with you in free agency or you have the assets to trade for one. But most of the time, you get franchise players with, most of the time, with high draft picks where you get lucky and a Kawhi Leonard or a Giannis turns into a super-duper star and at pick 15. So yeah. they didn't have the ammunition to get those franchise players but they've hit on the margins a lot, which is mm-hmm. really important too. I mean, we've seen like Philly this year is an example of how you can hit the big picture stuff, but if you whiff on the margins, that that's the difference between having a legit title contender and just a team with a lot of good top players and nothing else. Yeah. And it also just gives you more trade flexibility because if you hit on the margins and they outperform their contract, mm-hmm. they're major assets. Yeah. That you can give up in trades, in larger trades. Like you can get a star kit caliber player in if you send out enough of these, you know, outperforming contracts out and then, you know, a filler and a pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. But those contracts that are, or those players that outperform on contracts are tremendously valuable, especially for teams that are looking to win immediately. So, yes, absolutely. Hitting, hitting on the margins is one of the most crucial elements to you know, restructuring your franchise. Mm-hmm. And Sean Marks has done that. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's hit home yeah. runs with a couple of these later round picks. I mean, like Jared Allen, yes. Jared Allen's a long-term piece. Good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, he, he's just, he's, he's a lot better than what you expect. He was 22 overall. I want to say. Yeah. Something along that. Yep. You don't expect to get that type of value from the number 22 overall pick. No. And Karis DeVert was 20th, I think. Yep. 
and they that they traded Thaddeus Young for that pick. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I the, the Sean Mark slander will not be found on this podcast. We will slander Austin no, no. Rivers as much as we want, but <laughs> this is a Sean Marks fanboy podcast because he's like he's just done a really good job. He had a very limited hand, and I mean I could not have imagined this Nets team even being this competitive given what he inherited. Is that uh, is that our next you know, target or our next goal, Sean Marks on this podcast? <laughs> Sean, we actually really like you, and we yeah. think all the NBA GMs who don't like you are dumb. Please explain yeah. why they are dumb and why your Nets are going to be good in a couple of years once you actually get the top end talent. The I mean, the only problem is that his team is now competitive enough where they're you know they again this is like the first year they actually have their pick. But <laughs> right now, naturally, this is the year where like four other teams are just aggressively tanking, or I guess five other teams: yeah. Chicago, Atlanta, Cleveland, New York, and Phoenix. And then the the Wizards are just what I don't know what the Wizards are doing. And I get that, but I will say this: like taking a team with so few assets and turning them into a team that's on the bubble for the playoffs, mm-hmm. like I respect that more. Than tanking, and again, I'm not a an anti tanker by any stretch. Right. I I support tanking because that's just the smarter play. Right. But what he's done right now is just so impressive that it kind of it kind of goes above and beyond like the whole element of of tanking. I feel because yeah. he actually said, I I actually I, I do believe he said that, or or I might be imagining this, but he was like, oh, there's a blessing in all this because now we have to play winning basketball because mm-hmm. we don't have our picks for so long. Yeah. We have to establish a winning culture. Mm. And they've done so. Like, when is the last time you've seen the Nets try actively to lose? No. Like, it's been years. Right. It's been years. Yeah. They play hard all the time. It's just they, like, lack the talent to actually win games. But this year is the first right. year where they really have that kind of talent. Where they, They've beaten good teams this year. They beat Toronto. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat the Lakers on yep. Tuesday. Like, they're not just a pushover. Right. I mean, look, again, that roster, like, imagine Karis DeVert being healthy. Yeah. I get that maybe D'Angelo and Spencer Dinwiddie wouldn't have opened up as much. Mm-hmm. But, like, that kind of depth is just impressive. And yeah. you could even have played LeVert at the three and then spend some time with, oh, that's a curious one. Like, LeVert, Russell, and Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. Like that trio, mm-hmm. like you could get, you could find some really fun lineups with that team. Yeah, yeah, and like Russell's another example of a guy. You know, he he didn't play all that well for them. He's just like hit or miss for them for a while, but and he's still kind yeah. of is. But he's been playing better yeah. <laughs> in recent weeks. I mean, he's been good lately. Like he's been yeah. very good, and if that's the type of performance they're going to get out of him moving forward you know then like he's a free agent after this year if contract year d'angelo russell is a thing maybe he's that piece that they you know the the kind of marquee guy that they can build around for now as they wait to get even more top end talent right still kind of nervous about the 61 free throw attempts over (laughs) 933 minutes fair that's very fair yeah, but outside of that, like offensively speaking, he's he's, you know, very good. Yeah, yeah. So it, just shout out again to Sean Marks for the Dinwiddie extension because it's just a good yeah. value and smart way to use manager cap and use your assets. And then also just like it's a, it's a shout out to the Nets. You had them as a playoff team last year, and I made fun of you. And right now, again, they're two games out from the sixth seed. They're, they're... I still maintain that Jeremy Lin injury. I know, I know you do. I'll never, I'll never drop that one, <laughs> never ever. Well, maybe you were just one year too early on them, because like after you know the top five, I was light years ahead, Brian. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. The top five in the East, I'm all, I'm confident that all five of them are going to make the playoffs, barring like catastrophic injuries. But really, from six till eleven. It's anyone's game. Miami's yep. probably out. At least, like, the Dragic thing does not help. And Washington, who knows? But, like, 
I don't feel especially confident that the Magic or the Hornets are going to make the playoffs. I see no reason the Nets can't overtake those teams. I would agree with that. And I think, as you, as you kind of alluded to, with you know with LeBert out and with Dinwiddie and Russell kind of finding their stride a little bit more, mm-hmm. like we haven't even, you know, we're still nearing the midway of the season. So there's potential for them to get even better as for the sure. season progresses. Yeah. You know, and Jared Allen still getting used to like the second year in the league. Like, a lot of these guys are young, so yeah. they're definitely going to get better as the season progresses. So I, I'm kind of high on them, honestly. Yeah, I am too. All right, well, that is a good place to wrap up. So thank you to everyone for listening to another episode of the NBA Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at the NBA Pod. You can find our Twitter handles in our bio, so give us a follow as well. You can also find us on iTunes, so please subscribe, download, leave some five-star reviews. And we're now being hosted on Spreaker, so check them out on Twitter at Spreaker. Until next time, I'm Brian Taporic, and I was joined, as always, by Morton Jensen. Have a good one, Mort. Thank you, Brian. You too. And if, I don't, I don't know when we'll talk next time around, but you know, enjoy the holidays, and yes. yeah, we'll yeah. definitely catch each other soon. I hope. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Japan soon, so we'll be taking a slight holiday hiatus but we'll we'll try to get at least one more episode out before before i go overseas that may be a christmas game centered podcast yeah oh yeah 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 had a feeling Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-sized prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles. Now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729-811. Select styles. Excludes in-store And now, an ad from Dad. All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.